Throughout this whole season of Lent, we're going to be reflecting on the topic of freedom. As we often do, we do a preaching series throughout Lent, throughout Easter, we did it through Advent as well. Throughout Lent, we're going to be reflecting on the topic of freedom, different aspects of freedom. And the motto for this Lent is, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Those are words that Jesus himself said, who the sun sets free is free indeed. It's one of the reasons that he came. He came to set us free. He came to help us enter into deep freedom, into true freedom. Sometimes when we mission, we go into some pretty rough neighborhoods, and you can kind of get an idea of how rough the neighborhood is by how many locks they have to unlock before they can open the door to you when, they knock on the, when you knock on the door. And sometimes you hear several. I remember one time we knocked on this door, and we heard like four locks being unlocked. And sure enough, they had one on the door handle, the bolt lock, that latch lock like you see in the hotel, and the little chain as well. I give you that image because it's a good image for what freedom is like. The image for freedom, because throughout Lent, we're going to be looking at five different keys to freedom. We need all five of them. Because there are like these different locks to that door to total freedom that God wants us to pass through. There are five locks on that door. We need all five keys. Even four isn't enough because that door still won't open. We need all five. So each Sunday, we'll look at a different one of those keys to freedom. Today in the gospel, we hear about Jesus who enters into the desert. Why does he go into the desert? That's a striking detail. Because Jesus had just been baptized. When he was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended upon him. He received the anointing of the Holy Spirit for his mission that he was about to begin. He heard the words of the Father, the Father who spoke to him and said, You are my beloved son. With you I'm well pleased. That would have been enough for him to begin his mission. Go right into it. Preaching, teaching, casting out demons, healing. But no, he doesn't do that. The first thing that he does is he goes into the desert. The spirit drives him into the desert. Why? Well, because he's fighting for our freedom. He's fighting to get our freedom back for us. When he enters into the desert, he's beginning to turn the tide of history. Because when he goes in there, it says that he was tempted by Satan. Our first parents were tempted by Satan. We are tempted by Satan. When our first parents, Adam and Eve, were tempted by Satan, they fell for his lies. When they fell for his lies, they fell into sin. When they fell into sin, they fell out of the freedom that they enjoyed. The deep freedom that God had given them. They fell out of freedom and into slavery. This is a very important point. Sin leads to slavery. They fell out of that freedom into slavery because they fell into sin. Sin leads to slavery. Jesus himself said, whoever sins is a slave to sin. Those are very strong words. I think that they're words that we hear and kind of automatically within us something goes up, like a guard goes up and says, wait a minute, that's not true. I'm not a slave to anything, right? I live in the land of the free, the home of the brave. I'm not a slave to anything. I'm free. But before we let that guard go up, listen to these words of St. Paul because he puts it in a slightly different way, but I think in a little bit more relatable way, a way that we can understand better. He says it this way, I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want. 
that is what I do. Can you relate to that? Sometimes we wake up in the morning, we have so many good intentions, all these good things that we want to do in that day. I want to take advantage of my day, live out my mission, study, work, whatever it may be, be there for others. All these good things that I want to do, but I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want. That's a lack of freedom. That's what Jesus is speaking about. But here's the good news. Jesus didn't leave us there. He didn't want to leave us there. He came to do something about it, and so he entered into the desert to begin to set us free, and he beckons us in this time of Lent to come with him. Because when he entered the desert and he was tempted, he never fell. He overcame those temptations, and so he beckons us to enter in with him so we can overcome those temptations as well, so we can begin to enter into the freedom that he wants to give us. Because, yes, he said in John 8, 34, whoever sins is a slave to sin. But in the next breath, two verses later, he says that verse, but who the Son sets free is free indeed. That's a promise. That's what he wants to give us. That's what he's won for us, if we're willing to enter in with him. And he gives us these keys to freedom. The first key to freedom, he gives it to us today in the gospel. Because as soon as he leaves the desert and he begins that public ministry, he begins to preach. And when he preaches, the first thing that he preaches is the first key to freedom. R&B. Not rhythm and blues. (laughs) Repent and believe. Repent and believe. That's the first thing that he teaches. It's the first key to freedom. That key to freedom, it has two sides, right? Repent and believe. They're two sides of the same coin. They go together. Why? Because to repent means to turn away from the things that take away my freedom. To turn away from them and to turn towards God. To repent is turn away. To believe is to turn towards God. They go together. But in order to repent, the first thing we need to do to ask the Lord, and we can do it this Sunday already, is to say, Lord, open my eyes. Help me to see those areas where I lack that freedom. Help me to see those things that take away the freedom that you want for me. Open my eyes, because the enemy is pride and spiritual blindness, to be blind to those things where we lack freedom in our lives. Open my eyes, Lord, so you can begin to set me free. Open my eyes to those areas where I can relate to St. Paul when he says, I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want. For example, I want to take advantage of my day. I want to live out my mission. But what do I do during the day? Instead, I fall into sloth and laziness, procrastinating, scrolling, playing video games, watching TV. I want to be more kind, more loving. But instead, my temper gets the best of me. I get irritated sometimes. I lash out. I say things that later on I regret. It's a lack of freedom. I want to be more secure, more able to rejoice with others when they rejoice, be sad with them in their sadness. But instead, I fall into envy and comparison, gossip. I get sad over their joys, happy over their sadness. I want to love others. I want to connect deeper with others, love them truly, but I give in to lust. Instead of seeing people as persons, I see them as objects. Instead of loving them as people, I use them as objects. A lack of freedom to love. I want to be more self-disciplined, 
throughout my day, be more in control, but I end up giving in to whatever my body demands of me, with food, with drink, with substances. I want more interior peace. I, I yearn for that peace inside, but I fill my life with so much noise that takes away that peace. I want to take more time for God and for others in my day, but I keep falling into activism. I'm running from one thing to the next, and I don't have time for others or for God. They're all areas where we lack freedom sometimes. It's a bittersweet feeling when the Lord opens our eyes to those areas where we lack freedom, but it's a good thing because then what we can do, the next step after the Lord has opened our eyes to those areas where we lack freedom is to take that to prayer. And there's a simple prayer of repentance that we can do, a very simple prayer. It just has three parts, three terms that we can say. Sorry, thank you, please. Very simple prayer, but powerful prayer to be able to pray. That sorry is that act of repentance. Lord, I'm sorry for these things that I keep falling into. I don't want these anymore. I see now how they take away the freedom that you desire for me. They take away the freedom that I want as well. They don't allow me to be the person, the father, the mother, the brother, the sister, the son, the daughter that I want to be, that you want me to be. So I'm sorry for that. I don't want it anymore. But the next step, that act of faith, is to be able to say, but thank you, Lord, because you don't leave me there. You've come to do something about it. You're my Savior. I believe that, Lord, and I thank you for that. I thank you because you're calling me to enter in so you can begin to set me free in those areas. Thank you, Lord, for that. So, Lord, please come and do it because I can't do it on my own. So please come into my life, enter into my life to begin to set me free. I repent and I believe, and I ask, Lord, for the gift to believe fully today the words that you said, who the Son sets free is free indeed.